San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist podcast. In this episode, you'll hear me, Jenny Scholick, in conversation with newly promoted soloist Ellen Rose Hummel. This episode was recorded on April 30, 2020, and I hope you enjoy. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much, Ellen, for being here with us today um, and doing this with the artist interview. Um, I said it offline, but I'll say it, you know, for real again now. So many congratulations. We're all just so happy for you and thrilled to see you as a brand new soloist in the company. Very excited. That was like probably Um, the best news to get during coronavirus. (laughs) Right? A little bit of good news to like brighten up this. Um, I wanted to start, I mean, speaking of coronavirus with just kind of like how are you? Where are you? How are you holding up? Yeah. Um, you know, it's like a bit of a mix, you know, like there's like moments of high moments of low. Um, you know, I think it's, we're handling it as well as we can. Um, you know, the first couple of days, first couple of weeks, like weren't so bad. Um, you know, this is starting to take like a little bit of a longer path. So I feel like I've, you know, had to change the routine a few times, the mental space a few times. Um, it's We're super lucky that we're in 2020 where we have Zoom technology. Um, you know, I can see you. I can see different people. That helps a lot. Um, you know, also getting like the Arlequin dance floor from SFB was like amazing um, because all like the little articulation footwork, you know, the point shoes and stuff, I feel like you kind of need good friction, good floor for it. Um, So that's super important. Um, But, you know, I'm hanging. I'm going with the flow. It helps to talk to other dancers, uh, other athletes, and just people going, we're all going through it. So, yeah, I mean, I guess the one thing about it is it's it's worldwide, right? Like, it's not just us. It's not just go. It's literally everyone, every dancer everywhere. We're healthy, we're protected, you know, we're, we're doing okay, but I, I am ready to get back. <laughs> um, are you dancing a lot? Are you taking class and all that? Um, medium, medium. Um, I think it helps a lot to have the floor that just arrived the other day. So I think that's going to help. Um, you know, at the beginning, it's like, I don't want to do, I didn't want to do too much, not knowing how long we had. Um, I don't want to build any funky habits from being on funny floors or, um, you know, little parts of the body that were sore, ached from being cut, you know, midway through the season. I want to be careful. Um, you know, I kind of, I just listen to my body and see like, you know, maybe this day I want to take bar. Maybe this day I just want to stretch and not do anything. Um, cross training is also a popular choice right now. Um, because, you know, when you are in the mid-season and you get cut, you know, you can't just, like, act like nothing ever happened, you know. Um, so I try, I try to take care of what's already happened, you know, and to help mend everything so that I can properly build. So, you know, I can hold on to some of the muscles and some of the things. So it's, it's a mix. I well, think I've done a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. When you're across, like, are you a Pilates, yoga? gyro what's kind of your mm-hmm. um well I usually don't run <laughs> very much but um I've done like a good bit of running um it's a little bit like different muscle groups so you have to be really careful and stretch um careful what floors are running on the shoes that kind of thing um it's good cardio though I think that's one of the hardest things to keep during this time um yeah, I've definitely done like some yoga, stretching, um, little exercises I feel like I've gained over the years mm-hmm. through people with our PT, other dancers at SFB that have taught me, um, you know, and I feel like it changes a little bit. One week I might decide to do something and then another week I might call a friend and say like, hey, you know, what are you up to? What are you doing with your cross training? Um, you know, it's hard because you don't have a gym. You don't have necessarily like the proper tools. I was using rice the other day as a weight, like a big bag of rice to like do some arm stuff. You know, you got to get creative, see what's out there. Um, 
but you know, I, I kind of just take a look and see what's around the house, what's around, what equipment I have, what knowledge I have, you know, to keep everything strong. That's good. So, so speaking of training, <laughs> sort of a segue, <laughs> um, I'd love to chat a little bit about your path and how you got to where you are now. Um, mm -hmm. Can you take us all the way back to the very beginning? How did you first start dancing? Yeah. Where was Wow. It? Oh my gosh. So I, I'll try to keep it short. It's a little bit of like an inch, inchworm path. Um, I grew up, I grew up in Seneca, South Carolina, which is like very, very tiny. Um, I was there very like my young ages when I, I started ballet when I was like four. Um, it was a small school. Um, and then that's like where I started. I started to find the art when I, was it like ballet? jazz and tap what was the it was I think I just started with ballet my mom just put I have two older siblings I have an older sister older brother and she put us all in ballet um I was the only one that really wanted to continue my sister decided to go to college English major she loved it she had the most flexibility of anyone in our family I wish she could have given that to me um and my brother decided to go into sports as he got older he's like I'm good I'm gonna change it up um, but I think when I was around, let's see, I must've been like in my early years, um, maybe around like 10, 11, I, we moved to Greenville, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's when the training really changed for me. Um, I had been working with like another smaller school. Um, and that's when I got exposed to jazz, modern, like all the different varieties, um, which I think is important, you know, when you're younger, you're still learning. So your body's, you know, I think a little bit more free sometimes when you do that because you don't know. You're just doing what you're told and kind of naturally builds inside of you a little bit. Um, so when I was about like 10, 11, I got to there. Um, at that point, I had switched to, I was getting a little bit more serious about what I wanted to do. Some of the teachers had encouraged me like, hey, this is something that if she really loves it, you know, I think with better training, she can really maybe do something with this. So that's when I switched to North Carolina Dance Theater, which is now Charlotte Ballet. Um, I had gone there for a summer program. I stayed with the host family. Um, and it was where my training just like flipped. I had some of like the best teachers, um, Catherine Moriarty, Mark Diamond. Um, it was under Brian Jean-Pierre Bonifu. Um, and that's where it was, I got pushed and trained. Um, and that's why I, I just fell in love. And I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Um, your family I was exposed to so many things. By yourself at that point. Like, did you move in with a host family full time? Um, no, actually. So my mom used to drive me. Once oh. I, I was, yeah, I got accepted into the school. Um, and which was kind of like, you know, we didn't know. We were just like, maybe. Um, my dad was actually, the way we found out about Charlotte Ballet, my dad was doing, he's a physical therapist, he owns his own practice, and he was up there for a conference, and he decided to take the family to Charlotte. So the one night that we were there, there was um, a newspaper in the hotel room that was, there was a tribute to Balanchine in Charlotte. Um, and so my mom was like, oh, we should go, you know, it's, it's beautiful, it's about ballet. Um, so we went, and I got to meet Jean-Pierre and Patricia McBride afterwards. Um, they were like, we actually have a school, like, you know, you should look into it. And so I auditioned and got in. And so, you know, it was kind of my teachers back home were kind of like, you know, if you want to do this, you know, you should go for it, you know, but how are we going to make this work? So my mom used to drive me a little over an hour each way. I used to do my school work in the car. I used to do all, all my stuff. It was just like through the commute um, with my mom. Um, to, to train and get some of the best training. Um, and from there, I would go to summer programs in the summer, um, just try to get as much exposure as I could. We had a really strong class. Everyone in my class was very hungry and excited and factually with the ballet. And, you know, it, we just grew. Um, and it, it came to a time where I auditioned for San Francisco Ballet. I didn't think I was even gonna get in. I auditioned in Texas. Um, thinking, you know, why not for the summer program? 
And um, I found out I got in and Patty and Jean-Pierre were like, you have to go. You have to go. It's a great exposure. You should do it. Um, it's what needs to be the next step. So I, I went, ended up being asked to stay for the year and came home, packed up my stuff. I had to call my parents from California. They'd never been to California. How old were and, you? <laughs> uh, I had turned 16 by then. Okay. Called my mom. I was like, hi. So coming <laughs> to San Francisco, mom. Are you ready? <laughs> Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, it was a quick turnaround, came home, packed my stuff up, but it was one of the best experiences I've ever had because I was very sad. I didn't know anyone. It was kind of scary, intimidating. I was with, you know, it was to me very professional. You, everybody had, you know, we had practice tutus, which I thought was so fancy, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I practice tutu, you know, and I come from a school where we're very uniformed and nice, but it, you know, it was just like crazy to go into a room with everyone kind of had a similar ambiance. It was like a good hunger competitiveness that, you know, I was excited. I was like, this is, this is cool. This is it. Um, but it was also intimidating. You know, I didn't know anyone. I was still finishing high school. Um, it was far. Couldn't get to my parents in any way. Um, but it was also one of the best bonding experiences. I was in the dormitory and it was like a large house and you, you just bonded. Everyone was there for the same reason. Didn't matter if you're from China, Japan, New Zealand, the other coast, like it, we all had differences, but we were there for the ballet. And it was probably one of the coolest experiences I've had. Just moving so cross country. How long did you spend in the school? Two years, three years? Um, spent three years. I was in level eight for two years and then I was a trainee for one. Okay. Yeah. Kind of stand out about those couple years in the school. Some highlights, either some rep you did or teachers you worked mm. with. Gosh, well, I remember, I remember coming for the summer program, and a lot, a lot of why I decided to go was for the teachers. Mm -hmm. um, uh, um, Lola Davila was the director at the time, and she was phenomenal. Just one of the best teachers. I learned so much from her, not just technically but like artistically and emotionally mm -hmm. um she had come, she's come back a couple of times you know every now and then you'll see her in the hallway maybe helping us with a full length um but she was a big reason why I decided to go through with the move um that just some of the teachers Parrish Manyard he he was great I loved him um you know there were there are so many Pascal I mean there were so many great teachers and they were all really different. And I think one of the things that was great is that I was used to having, you know, one or two teachers during the year. And when I got here, I had, it was a little bit more variety. So you were having to learn different styles, different techniques, you know, each teacher wants it a little different. Um, it was great versatility. Um, and it was, it was very small groups, you know? So I, I felt like when I got in the classroom, we were getting lots of attention. They were longer. I remember when I got there, the classes were felt very long. I wasn't used to an hour. It was an hour and 45 minutes. And to me, I was like, whoa, this is such a long class. Um, but it, that's where you get the grind and the sweat. Shan, oh my gosh, Shannon, she was just one of the best. Um, I, each teacher, I got something, I got something different. Um, mm -hmm. It was just great exposure. And I remember also a big thing for me in the school was going to see the company. Yeah. Um, when I would get done with classes, you know, those, those days are hard, you know, um, you're just grinding, trying to get better, trying to just see if you can get a job. Um, and one of the most inspiring things was being able to go to the opera house, which is across the street and watch the professionals, watch the people. A lot of them had been in the school. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I remember that, like, going to see that was really important and, like, inspiring to remember, like, what your, what your goals are, what you see is happening, transferring on stage, to study different cast, you know, um, kind of fueled you for the, you know, the next day of grind. Um, also, just going upstairs. I remember having some rehearsals, or, you know, school classes and going upstairs to the fourth floor just to watch company class in there. Um, when I was a trainee, I remember it was 
it was when we started working more with the company. I started working more with the company. Um, and you, I remember it being a little scary to go upstairs. <laughs> you know, everyone's in their professional dance wear and, you know, everyone's fantastic. And you go up there and on the fourth floor. Yeah. It was, but um, I remember it was like pretty cool because the only way you really learn like solid core work um, is to get thrown in, which yeah. I learned. So you'll make maybe a mistake a couple times or first round, but you probably won't make it again. Um, but I remember just like also the Chinese, we just had like our own performing mm-hmm. little group that we would take different places in the city or traveled. I think the year I was there, we traveled to France, the Cannes for a festival. Um, I'd never been out of the country, so it was like very exciting for me. Um, and just to get that exposure um, and see other people my age performing from different parts of the world was really cool um, to talk to them, you know, see what it is. And I, a lot of times when I have had exposure and I come back, I'm really grateful mm-hmm. for what SFE like provided. So, so you joined the company as an apprentice in 2011 and then mm-hmm. for the next year, yeah. and, you yeah. know, learn core work by being thrown into it. What were (laughs) kind of early, what are some of your early memories of your time in the company? And and is it of core de ballet work Mm. or is it of kind of early, you know, opportunities to do more featured roles? What kind of stands out? Um, A couple of things stand out to me. Um, I remember going upstairs, you're, you're at the bottom when you first join again, you know, you're trainee, you're at the top of the school, um, you know, you're in student showcase, you're getting to do, you know, look like more like lead stuff. Um, and then you join a company and, you know, you're maybe third or fourth cast mm-hmm. in the back, you know, you kind of have to learn how to pick it up quickly and, you know, also just like be respectful, you know, it's, it's a humbling experience, but it's part of what makes it great. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I remember learning Giselle. I, that's like something that like really sticks out to me because that was when I feel like I learned how to stay in line. (laughs) It's, there's a, there's a trick to it. Um, You definitely like breathe as one. You have to know when to move. And at the time I was the, one of the shortest. So when I first joined the company, if I had to go into core role, I was in the front of the line, which means I had to lead the whole rest of the line. So if I didn't, breathe to let people know I was changing feet. So we all changed as one, you know, it was just no good. So, you know, you had to learn those kinds of things along with moving and flocking as one. Um, That I really remember, uh, particularly Giselle, I think was just one that I had remembered doing when I was a trainee as well. Mm -hmm. It was the first time I got the powder makeup and I felt like such a character. it was just really cool to be on stage with the company in a storytelling setting um, and get to be like on stage. You know, I had watched when I was a student, Giselle and the mad scene and, you know, to actually be on the stage watching that closely was really impactful too. Um, and you felt important, you know, being near the body and the soul of the company. And, you know, I had a lot of moments being like, man, I can't believe I made it. I'm, I'm here. Um, leaving the theater like at night you know, just like being really proud of what we just accomplished. Um, That was really cool. Um, I remember also doing Ibsen's House my first year, my first year in the core. It was my first breakout role um, from the Corps de Ballet. Um, One of the hardest, I think it was one of the hardest things I had been challenged to do um, at that point, you know, I was still quite young. Um, And I remember just like, being exposed on stage alone, um, you know, in the company was a really cool first moment for me. Um, really impactful. So that was one of your first kind of big soloist roles right away, right? You got, it sounds like you got thrown mm-hmm. in that as a, as a first year core member. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I mean, I've been watching the company for a long time. I've been working at the company for about three years now. And I feel like we've gotten to see you in so many featured roles and, you know, soloist and principal roles over the last, particularly the last few years, a couple that stand out for me are 
last year you and hurry up or in Bjork, you know, some of the oh, yeah. roles, but also in the story ballets, you know, fairies and sleeping beauty, all that kind of stuff. Um, what are some of those sort of soloist or principal roles that you've done over the last maybe three to four years that really kind of stand out in your mind? Mm-hmm. And Gosh, it's so hard. Yeah, no, go for it, and I'll follow up after. Okay. I'm trying to think you know, back. It's just like a blur of colors. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like I love all of them so much. Um, I'm really grateful I've had, like, variety. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we get to see you in really contemporary roles, really classical roles, and then those sort of in-betweener, neoclassical, the Robins, the Balanchine, that kind of stuff. I like that. Yeah. Do you have a preference? Like, is there something that you feel more drawn to? Uh, you know, I feel like I used to, like, kind of go a bit more towards the neoclassical contemporary stuff. Um, I felt really, like, natural for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, like, another, it's a one side. Because then I do, you know, a variation from, like, Sleeping Beauty. And it's, you know, I'm so in love with that as well so it's I think it's a lot of it's the dynamic I love it seems like a lot of roles that I've been suited for and done in the past um, they have like a type of dynamic um, that I really enjoy moving um, and just kind of I feel like I understand the language a little bit more than maybe others but I also like to be pushed and challenged to maybe if something's feeling uncomfortable to me to figure out how to win it over and how to like manipulate it and understand it. I like that side to push it, to be like, why does this feel so awkward? Like, you know, get in the studio for a bit to like fix it and change it and understand the step before it is just making the step now awkward. I need to fix that and it's adjusting a little bit more. Um, You know, and sometimes with ballet, you you don't always win. (laughs) Sometimes I perform something and I'm like, it still felt weird. But you know, it might roll around again in my career and I've, developed and been seasoned a little bit more for it or it might always just be weird yes. you know but um gosh there's such a variety when I look back some of my favorite ones are all different um I really liked Lumberena mm-hmm. uh that was one of my favorite ones by Val um I loved Lumberena it was a whole different style that I had ever done so it was like a fresh piece of paper um and I danced that with Daniel Davison um, we did a pas de deux in that, um, that was very fast, uh, very quick, uh, had this African movements, uh, throughout the ballet, but it, it's such a beautiful, colorful, vibrant ballet. I recommend people to see that. Um, it's just beautifully artistically done. Um, so Lumberina was one that I remember really just like super satisfying also, cause it was, so, it was hard to dance. It was puffy. So you finish it and it was like super satisfying. Um, you mentioned Sharon Robbins. Um, I really enjoyed Fancy Free. That was probably one of the most fun I've ever had, like dancing. We had the three sailors and the girls, and you know, we had the time period dresses and the music. And um, with his choreography, it's like built in, like mm-hmm. the character and the movement. It's just like a natural. It's almost like you don't have to do anything. It's already it's already there for you. Um, I really enjoyed that. Um, Obviously, Clementine and Cinderella, um, I have like a soft spot for that one. Um, I was very fortunate to get to work on that one um, a lot and get to perform it um, in different places. And that just like working in a host, um, I did it with a couple of different Arduinos. Um, and it was so much fun to have like a family oriented and it, you could dissect it and change it up. And there were so many moments and layers. Um, I loved working on that. Um, is it different like with each cast, with that part particularly, like does it feel really different? Yeah. Stepmother and a different Edwina. It does. It feels very different um, because, you know, I had done it before with Sasha DeSola as, as Edwina. Um, I did it with Elizabeth Powell as well. Um, I feel like we had like some rehearsals where maybe we had just, you know, I had to do it maybe one or two other people and stuff like that. Um, I remember working the most with them, but 
it does feel different because their adrenas are different. So their reaction of how they treat you, then you, you have to act differently. You know, we had like a few things we would work out. So it made sense to the audience, but even their characters were different. The stepmoms were different, you know, so it affected, you know, it affected you, you know, you could dissect it as, as much as you wanted, you know, how much, you know, you want to go back into the character of why that's different. That makes you different. Um, obviously they were somewhat similar, but, um, I kind of liked being mixed up with a different cast, different bins. Um, I think the year, the first year I did Clementine, I danced with every bin that was casted. Um, and that was really fun because, you know, you were, you know, there's when they like officially meet, you know, she has fallen in the, in the ballroom and she can't see, she's putting glasses on and she looks up and it was fun to look up and you have different reactions for different faces, different ways that they react to you, you know? So it was really fun to get the variety pack, you know, um, it kind of kept things fresh and the character, you know, different ideas come to mind. Um, and also just like, you know, when you do different roles, like character roles or storytelling, you know, sometimes it makes you think quickly on your feet because things don't always go to plan. Um, so that, you know, you have to find a way to, I remember there was one show, um, I, there's a scene where the sisters are fighting and my glasses, I got knocked off my face. So I, of course I have glasses. I'm not supposed to, I'm looking, looking for my glasses. You know, you have to, you have to think, you know, because, you know, if little things don't quite go, at least you have the character that can adapt. And I, I think that makes it, at least for me personally, a little bit easier on that side. Um, but, you know, it's live performance, it's live things, things happen. Um, but I definitely, gosh, there's just so many ballets. Um, I loved Finger Fairy and Sleeping Beauty. I think that was one of my favorite things that I, I did. Very quick, dynamic, um, puffy. I remember it's, it's a bit hard, the version that I learned. Also do that in the school. I did. That was, um, I think maybe that's partly why I have a sweet spot with it, is that it was the year I got my apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. It was the year I did that in the student showcase. Was my, when I was a train, trainee, yeah. Um, we had done different okay. ones. An old photo to say congrats on um, Instagram. The school, I've been helping the school with oh. their... Yeah, and we were digging through, you know, old photos of all of you guys who got promoted from the school. Arc. Oh, wow. I swear she did that variation <laughs> like two years ago, too. Last. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'll have to look. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember it had like a nice familiarity. You know, I remember doing it in the school and I was like, man, that's, I want to give that a go now that I've learned so much. And gotten a little bit more seasoned with it and kind of, you know, remember a little bit what was hard, what wasn't and to see like, if it still was that way, if it was different. Um, I have a lot of really good memories with Lola uh, Diavola coaching me for that one. Um, it was really cool. And it was cool to get to do it with the company, you know, as a, as a professional or something like really satisfying um, to, to do that. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about Cinderella. So you you jumped the gun on me on thinking about the 2020 season. So that's good. I yes. wanted to talk about Clementine, so we did that. Um, what were some of the other kind of highlights for you that we did get to do this year? Oh, this year. Um, let's see. Sandpaper? We started, we started with, yeah, Sandpaper was great. That was super fun. It was just like very carefree. Um, you see everyone's personalities a lot. I feel like because we were all dressed the same. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, it's so much fun. Anything of Mark Morris. I've done a couple of Mark Morris ballets. Um, Melstrom was another one that I did um, a couple of years ago. We also took that one to Paris. Um, and I got to perform that with Diego Cruz. We've partnered in that together. Um, <laughs> so much fun. Um, Drink to Me was another one of his. Um, I always like whatever he does. I always like it. You know, it's kind of, it always feels like a game. He has usually lots of enters and exits in his ballet. It always makes sense. I think that's why I enjoy dancing it musically and the way it goes. I 
I feel like I really enjoy dancing his ballets. Um, there's kind of a lot, it's it's a really complicated logic, but there's a an internal. Yeah. yeah, I feel like once a ballet starts, I don't really want anyone talking to me, and then when it finishes, it's all good, and I'm like, yeah, what's up? But until then, <laughs> I feel like once it starts, I'm like, I have to pay attention because I have you know ten more entrances. You know, which one are we on? You know, you have to kind of each ballet is different. Some of them I can talk to people up until. I, you know, I'm an Aiden to go on stage or some of them, I, I don't talk to anyone. So it just depends. Um, but I really enjoyed Sandpaper. Um, I also did Bespoke. We also did Bespoke from Bound, from the Bound 2. Um, right. Festival. Hmm? In the original cast of that? I was. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was really nice. It's beautiful music. Um, very simple scenery um you know it's the black backdrop um leotards we each had different colors for you know which ones we were and the men had white with the colors matching their lady um it was very beautiful very um simple elegant ballet um i believe we did that in program two if i'm remembering correctly but two yes. or three two two yeah because i was the night of the power outage I was yes, there. that was kind of interesting. Um, we had gotten through, you know, I actually wasn't supposed to perform that night. It was supposed to be um, a different cast, but my one of my girls had gotten sick. So I went in for the night for that show and um, it was just so bizarre. Um, I don't think we've ever had a situation quite like that. Um, yeah. Unprecedented year. 2020 has really... It was very, yeah, it's been quite like a crazy year. Anyone who's like, you know, just joined or just <laughs> met us, you know, it's a pretty crazy time. But I'm glad they got to see, you know, some of the season. We had opened up, um, we had just gotten to the midsummer. The yeah, midsummer. We performed, right, in both the stream and opening night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, um, I did butterflies. Right. But you've been rehearsing for... Hermia? Uh, for Hermia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was so excited for that one. I got to do um like a community matinee act one for oh. some of the school. For this, and I was going, I swear I saw her do it on stage, and I'm <laughs> finding like the daily for it. Like maybe <laughs> didn't do it. Okay, so did do this. <laughs> I thought it was crazy. What was, was that? I mean, we did some dress rehearsals too. Yeah. Um, but I was excited for that one. Um, it was very, it was one that we had read about as super beautiful, luscious music. Um, you know, it was one we weren't as familiar with. So it felt, you know, fresh, you know, the dance, most of the dancers, I think, um, were doing roles for the first time, having premieres of different things. Um, and, you know, it was, it was quite a funny ballet, you know, there was a little bit of like comedy in it. Um. You know, there was dry ice, there was glitter, you know, all over the creatures. You know, it was, costume. It was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the costumes were exquisite. I believe they were the same person who did our Romeo and Juliet. You could kind of see, um, like, in Hermia, um, you know, and the different lovers' costumes had similar um, work had done to them. But um, they were some of the most beautiful costumes. The choo-choo and second act that I um, wore for it was so pretty. Um, all of them, um, but it was super exciting. The opening night, there was just like so much beautiful energy backstage. I think everyone was just so excited to premiere it. Um, so at least we went out with a good, a good bang. But um, it was unfortunate we closed. We closed close that night. Yeah, it was a gorgeous night, and I mean, at least that one show happened, and it will come back. I can say that that has yeah. been. We'll get to circle back on it. Um, looking not to dwell on it, but what were some of the things you were really looking forward to doing that? One of the first ones that pops to mind is rubies. Mm -hmm. Um, I had done that one on tour internationally and here. Um, and it's one of my all time favorite ballets. I mean, you know, you come, you come out and you're, you're up like this, you know, you hear that music, you know, it's already just like, wow, these beautiful red costumes. Um, 
and Elise Bourne had just recently passed away, um, who we had just, she had just been there working with us. Um, it's very special to everyone at SFB and many, many dancers. Um, you know, so we all were kind of holding that, I think, with us, waiting for the opening for her. Um, you know, so I feel like in a sentimental way, I was, you know, kind of sad that she wasn't able to be there and we weren't able to be there to premiere that for her. Um, it's also, you know, I don't know if I'll ever get to do that, you know, maybe a leading role, but now that I'm, I'm promoted, I won't be doing the court of ballet role of it. Is that weird so, a little bit? Like knowing that there's certain parts that you're yeah. just going to... It is weird. <laughs> it is kind of weird. It's like, you know, I feel like there's some, some ballets, you know, it's like, whew, I did that a lot of times, you know, I feel pretty fulfilled from that department. Um, and then there's some ballets that, you know, I will miss, I will miss very much dancing, you know, Saranog core was another one that like, I just, man, it's just so beautiful to be part of this beautiful blue swirl, like on stage and see everyone as one. Um, but I was looking forward to Ruby's, you know, it's, I have a lot of good memories with it. Um, the costumes are stunning, you know, it's sassy, you know, it's, it's got an energy to it. That's really fun. And it, you feel it, um, with the audience too. I just, I was excited to do that whole thing that had the emeralds and the diamonds, um, that both were a little bit newer for me. So I was excited for that whole jewels. I thought that was going to be a beautiful evening. Um, seven for eight is another one that I had done. Um, when I first joined the company, that was another one. Gosh, now all these spellers are coming back to me. Um, Magritte, that was another really cool one that I did. Um, Hurry Up, We're Dreaming, that one with the sneakers. Um, Bjork with the gold. I did two parts in that one. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many ballets I love. And, you know, it's weird to not know, like, you know, if I'm still going to do different parts or, you know, different sections of ballets. Um, but I was looking forward to some for eight. That was one that was coming back for me um, after some time. And I felt like so seasoned and, you know, in a different place. I was trying to think back, you know, where I was that first time I was dancing. And I'm like, man, I'm so different. And I've kind of grown up, you know, it, it was kind of cool to read. It's cool to revisit um, ballets. I've been in the core for a while. And it's cool when ballets wrap around because, you know, you try, you know, some of us like to change spots and some of us, I like to, you know, depending on the ballet, but I kind of like to keep my, my original spot if I can. Um, and it's, it's nice to see where you've gone, where you've changed, or even going, you know, in Giselle, when you're looking down the line of all the girls on the other side, it's cool to see who's looking back at you, you know, different well, Yeah, years. I mean, it's the thing about ballet, right? It's this art form that human beings do right and like we change you change you grow up like yeah. you're a different person the next time the ballet it's comes cool around to see. and it's yeah. cool to see like how your body changes maybe what you're mm -hmm. better at you know giving another round um things are more familiar more comfortable you know I feel like the audience can feel when you're comfortable or not you know and it's it's nice to revisit things it feels you know little bit more seasoned so. Um, so speaking of having to perhaps retire you know your spot in the flower core how mm -hmm. did you find out that you were being promoted to soloist can you tell us that story? <sighs> well it was it was different than I thought of course <laughs> um I I had gone out you know like running and stuff um working out um you know, it was like a couple of days before and, you know, I saw Helgi had, had FaceTimed me. I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure. Uh, he, you know, he had called and checked up on us, you know, through the quarantine, which is really sweet of him, um, just to make sure we were okay, you know, just to check in, you know, see how things were. So he had never FaceTimed me though. So I thought, you know, maybe it's a mistake. I don't know. Like, so I pick it up. So I, you know, I kind of dismissed it because I thought maybe you know, he, he had checked in on me not too long ago. And I, you know, it was like FaceTime. I was like, that's so strange. So I was like, must have been a mistake or something. So I get back to my house later and I'm relaxing and I see it, it pops up again. 
So I was like, well, I, I guess I'll just say hi. Like, right. you know, why not? I get, you must be calling for a reason. So, you know, we were talking and he was checking in to see how I was and stuff. Um, and, you know, he just kind of told me, he's like, you know, can you keep your secret? You know, something's going to be announced soon. And he just laid it out for me. I was very, very surprised. <laughs> Probably not how you ever pictured that conversation happening. No, I, you know, it's, you see people get promoted, you know, and what it looks like. And, um, you know, it's such a strange time to be sitting in my pajamas on the couch alone, you yeah. know, in isolation, you know, it just like felt kind of funny. Um, and almost like unreal, like unreal in a way, you know, I got off the phone and I was just like, that happened, right? Like that was real. Like, um, no one can be like, it, it was so strange. Yeah. Um, but I was beaming. I was, yeah. And so I, it was really great inspiration. He was like, I think that would help you with the, the quarantine event. I was like, yeah, that helps a lot. Um, but now it's like, I'm, you know, I'm so ready to get back and get to the stage and, um, you know, to work because there's a whole nother level, you know, like mentally and physically that I, you know, I'm going to get to dissect. So. Did you, did you see it come? I mean, not see it coming in like on that day when he FaceTimed you, but did you suspect or hope that maybe this was coming down the pipe for this year? I think, I think about two years ago, um, you know, we had started this, I guess, well, two and a half, we had been starting this season. We had just done some rehearsals and work for it the previous year. Um, we had opened with Don, Don Quixote. Um, I did the Gypsy Queen, um, Sigue Diaz and stuff. Um, and I remember right after doing um, a Gypsy Queen show, I had gotten called in to ask to quickly learn Hurry Up for Dreaming. Mm -hmm. uh, it was in program two, it was the next program. Um, and they were looking for a second cast for Doris Andre. So they were like, you know, they'd like you to learn this, like, can you do it? And I had, I wasn't part of the original creation of it. It was part of the bound two and I had been put in a different group and I had like briefly seen it. And I was like, yeah, like, let's do this. I'll worry, like, absolutely. I was so excited. Um, so they ordered me some sneakers and I learned it with one way. Um, this, it was pretty lengthy, potted and like some of the work with it. Um, and then later in that season, um, you know, I was like, wow, that was a pretty cool opportunity. You know, I'm glad they trust me to be able to, to do that. Um, later I did it in London, but, um, when I took it on tour there at the company, but that follow that same season, a little bit later on, um, I get called and I get asked like, Hey, can you maybe quickly learn Bjork? Um, I had already started learning a core part in Bjork at the beginning of the year, and they wanted to see if I could learn Doris Andre's principal part in that. So I was like, yeah, okay, like, let's mm -hmm. do that. So like, let's go for it. So I did that with Henry Stifford. Um, it was a pretty challenging role. There's a part which uh, Doris comes out on a platform. Um, and I, I didn't really get to practice it too much. Um, before I, I tried it, you know, I tried to do it as, you know, well as I could, you know, and try to see what I, I could do with it. But um, totally two different, you know, types of movement. Um, I was trying to dissect like as quickly as I could and take notes and understand it and make it my own um, as well as I could with still getting advice and catching up to it. Um, but I think after that, that following season, I think I, I started to wonder a little bit, you know, do you think that this would be a possibility, you know, and just kind of looking, you know, through some of the years um, of things I've danced and, you know, I, I think I was surprised that the, you know, they trusted me to go in for those things and just doing such different varieties that particular season. Um, but in the back of my head, I wasn't very serious thinking about it. You know, it was just kind of like, you know, I wonder if that's a thing ever. Um, 
you know, I was just grateful for the opportunities and to get, you know, to dance different parts and different things like that. Um, and then this following year, when we started, I started with Cinderella with Clementine, um, you know, followed by the other ballets and into Midsummer with Hermie and stuff. I think I just, it kind of, I just wondered, you know, if that was ever in the book somewhere, maybe with a question mark. Um, but I, I didn't really take it seriously, you know. I didn't think they were, you know, questioning it very much in their head. So I was pretty surprised. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, a little bit, you know, when you have been there and working, you know, for a while, you just, you can't help, you know, I'm sure every, you know, dancers question a little bit, you know, or like think about certain things. But a lot of times you walk into the next room for rehearsal and it just kind of, you know, right. I, I don't know. Right when you're maybe especially when you're a woman in the court of ballet and you're so busy, right? I mean, you, everyone's busy, right? You're on stage every night. You're in Mm -hmm. so many ballets. You have so much rehearsal. There's only so much time to worry about what's coming, you know? Oh, it's everybody works so hard in the core. It is, you know, it's responsible for so much, um, you know, and creating, you know, the body and, you know, core work is hard. Um, and it takes a lot of practice, you know, and you have to be there for your rehearsals, you know, and when the principals get in there, you have to, you know, give them a sense too of the space and um, see how that, you know, what might be a problem for another dancer or at that moment. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of hours, um, but then sometimes like, you know, I would also, some of these other roles, like featured roles that I got to do when I was in the core, um, I also had to go to those rehearsals. So sometimes your days are pretty long because you were having, you know, more, more work done. Um, and that was really hard, you know, um, but I think looking back at like all the years and different years from Ibsen's house in the first year I was there to, um, you know, ending with Hermia, you know, I, I did kind of question, you know, a little bit, you know, like, I wonder if that ever be, but, um, you know, all the work and all the like long days, you know, it is kind of, it is fun, you know, cause you, one of the things that I like thoroughly enjoy is, you know, some days are harder than others, of course, but it's kind of nice to usually with each rehearsal, you tend to change studios. Um, mm-hmm. and so I would finish rehearsal and go into a different studio for the next rehearsal. And, you know, we changed throughout the day and it's kind of fun, you know, to work on something for a little bit and then switch studios and change it up completely and do something totally different. And maybe you want to keep working on something. You're really connecting with it one day. And some days you're really glad the hour's up because you're just not quite there today and you need to change to something else. Um, but I like popping and having the variety in the day and, you know, that and like also just like changing different leotards through the day, you know, you go to different rehearsal, you change your leotard, you know, you kind of like be fresh to like start new, Um, you know, those kinds of things that kind of just like the daily grind. And I feel it a lot now too, I think, because I'm in quarantine right now, you know, I just miss like those typical days where you just like plop your bag down and you just like start going over the rehearsal, you know, what did we learn yesterday and using dancers to help you remember things. And then you go on to the next hour and you go and Sometimes you're standing in line, you know, letting, you know, other people dance and like learning that body. And then, you know, you go to the next rehearsal and you are that person and you are exposing and dancing different things. And it's a nice, it's a, it's a nice, really good variety of the day. I feel like I got like fulfilled in very different ways. So. I have one last question and then I got, I have to go. And in the interest of time, I'm sure you do too, but um, kind of, on that last topic, uh, what would be, what is a thing that you're doing right now to kind of give your day some variety to kind of, you know, survive in this moment? Or what's something you would recommend maybe to a young student out there who's trying to figure out? I would say, um, I would recommend to make, like, make some type of routine. Rather, if it's one thing a day that you do every day, Um, dancers were so used to a schedule, you know, we're so routine people or schedules, how they work. And 
I think having one thing that's a scheduled thing for you um, has helped me a lot. Um, you know, I like to try, I'm down up in that avenues by Golden Gate Park. You know, I try to make it down to the beach and back, you know, just about every day. And it's like a routine thing that I can count on. It's like putting your hand on the bar, you know, when you go into class. It's just like something that you're just like, ah, like this is, you know, I can relax. I'm here, you know. So with that said, I think it's like switching it up. You know, let's say if you have your routine thing, the one thing you do every day, I think what's helped me is switching it up because it can get kind of stale. You know, um, I have written down like different goals, different things I have, um, you know, and then different things that like maybe I don't want to do, but I need to do just to remind myself in the back of my head, you know, if I, maybe I need to do like some exercises or something like that. Um, but I think, you know, when I start to get antsy, I think what I do is I, I switch up maybe that routine thing that I do every day or certain exercises that I'm doing, even people I call or talk to. Um, you know, different paths if I have to walk somewhere, you know, but I think, I think that's what's helped me a lot. Um, and just talking to other dancers too. I think people that are like in the same situation, um, that has, that helps with me a lot. Well, thank you so much for taking some, you know, an hour time today and chatting. And I know everyone is going to love, um, just, sort of hearing about your path from your perspective. And again, we're all so happy for you and so many congratulations on the promotion. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for letting me chat today with you. Oh my gosh, anytime. It was fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist podcast. For more podcasts and other audience engagement programs, check out sfballet.org or your favorite podcast player.